You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark podcast network. Say, speak for yourself, boss. I'm your host, Sparkle. I be Tina D. (laughs) That's where we are. Which stands for hooch. Oh, she gonna find a way. So I don't be joking, y'all. I am not. I'm not. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. You a raggedy bitch. So y'all go ahead. We can just talk about it all in the open. She would never see it. It don't matter. Damn. I'm mad at I'm mad at how true that actually is. You know, I'll make a post and just rate, just put an emoji. You ain't even gotta put words yet. And then we'll put that new caring emoji because you care about my liver. Oh my god. All right, bro. What up, y'all? Welcome back. You came back. That's on you. Yeah, we celebrated effectively. I think. I think. I think we still celebrating. I am. I definitely am. Oh yeah, for sure. Because you talking all the shit about me like she don't got a drink in front of her. You see how Sparkle likes to Sparkle likes to make me the bad guy. My drink is further away though. Yours is like right up on By your like a centimeter? Yeah, yours are on your titties, which says a whole hell of a lot about you. It's a lot of shelf space. It's a lot of titty, and it's, a, you know. That's fine. I'm okay with this. All right. <laughs> just want you to know. Right, just a little concerned. Whatever. Anyway. Dog. I, I still listen. pay the bills. <laughs> listen, drink what you want, boo. You want some more? You want some you want me to pour it for you in your mouth? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is you want a show. Take the straw like B Smitty did? You want me to take the straw? Oh my God. I forgot about that. Let me tell y'all how tacky this nigga is, okay? And oh. he'll be back to defend himself. So I'm not just gonna talk about him and not oh, no. Yeah, one of these days. Seems how niggas decided that they're gonna be outside anyway, so he, it don't he matter. Has a bar cart that I uh influenced him to purchase. It's cute. From a uh thrift market. It's adorable. And because he, he wants to be, when he grows up, he wants to be a sommelier. So, Can he grow up? No, like, is that possible? Like, I feel like he's hit the max on that. Yeah. Why? How? More importantly, how? Because y'all the same his, height. His, uh, his, his house party handle is Mr. Tall as Fuck. And I just oh, think that's just he's out here lying to bitches? Yeah, mainly his bitch that I, you know. Oh, that's right. He yeah, got he one got, now. He got one now. He Congratulations. Didn't, he didn't to somebody. Oh, now. well, that's good. Maybe he'll be. Maybe he'll ladies. be better on the show when we finally bring oh, him off. I don't know. I'm gonna see if I get them both to come. Mm. But, um, that would be fun. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get them both. Mainly to come. because I like the the I girl. Like, we love her. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's great. But uh. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> if you go to his house, he gonna serve you in like you know relatively nice uh, whiskey glasses or mm-hmm. wine glasses or whatever. Mm-hmm. But then he gonna give you one of them colorful 
long ass bendy straws yeah. for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, it's like neon pink, which is ridiculous. But some of the sexiest shit that he and I have ever witnessed. Oh, here we go. He likes for his guests to do tastings of the new alcohol that he has purchased, his new liquors that he purchased, mm-hmm. you know, new tequilas or bourbons or whatever. Which is fair. And we were sitting at his table at, for a tasting. Mm-hmm. And I remember this. Happy straw. This was ridiculous. And he, I want y'all to know these are lies. Don't believe anything know. else said no, no, no. for the next 15 he minutes. He dipped the straw into, into the bourbon, you know, put his little finger on the tip so he can gather some. He put his finger on the tip. And, so he, <laughs> and then, you know, I opened up my little mouth and he let it, you know, put it on my tongue. Okay, cool. Yikes. He went to do the this same sounds shit. ridiculous. It sounds a whole lot more sexual than it was. It, it really was not a all. sexual experience. It was not sexual. And so, not until, actually. First of all. Not until. It was very, it was very mild until we got the Tina D. First of all, I did this to myself. First and of all, don't ass. don't be out here b- pretending like this nigga did this so, no, to no. me. He went, so he went to do the same to, to uh. And I, re- <laughs> I'm pretty sure I told this nigga, fuck to no. To duplicate the same thing that he did with me, right? And I told she this like, nigga, nah, get the fuck. No, you're like, not about to just. No, not at all. And Absolutely you know what? That's not. Because it was weird for me. It was so, odd. That's cool. But when she did it, I did it myself the though. Shit should have been like. Imagine Stranger. <laughs> Shut the fuck right? up. <laughs> and like a dope ass montage with this sexy ass like jazz fusion playing and everything is slow. It makes no sense. Well, these are exaggerated lies. Moving that are all like neutral colors of brown or brown <gasps> Sparkle is a fucking liar. <laughs> straw herself. And she just ever so delicately. <laughs> is this how we started the show? Stuck her little tongue out. This is so ridiculous. On her tongue, dog. It was the sexiest shit. I I forgot at that moment that we weren't really gay. <laughs> Shut the like, fuck up, dog. Like, hold on, like, okay, because I know we call each other wife and shit, but I'm like, okay, so scissoring or not? Like, where are we going with this? Please that shit calm down. Please calm down. So now he and I, ever so often, we like try to like in, in secret, like replicate. Try- that shit. <laughs> we try to reproduce it. I've never and heard it's the this. Shit you will ever see. Neither what? one of us are that sexy. I just want we you to know <laughs> that I don't even know what you're referring to. It's fine. You have to live. Your, your lips were so like plump and perfect. This is what my lips look like all the time. Your lips were, 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 were like made of Kardashian dreams. Like it was just like, <laughs> it was beautiful. People pay for them lips. What a high esteem. It was beautiful. Well, it was beautiful. But yeah, I have no idea why I even said that. But um. I don't know where you were going with that. It doesn't. The taco is on you though, so maybe that was where we were headed, or no? So my taco is fun, and it's actually food. Is a taco? Yes. Is this like the second taco of the season? Like you can eat it? I need you. I need you. Or you can drink it. I need you to calm down because I don't even know how happy you gonna you be about this. I don't know. Is it nasty? Is it vegetarian? No. Okay. Well. Uh, you gonna front for the people? No, 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 no. Like no, 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 no. Let me be. Let me tell you. Just because I eat it, don't mean I'm happy about it. Oh, fair enough. There okay. it is. All right. I can get with that. I eat vegetarian good. all the time. That's why I'm annoyed. Now these tacos require cinnamon and sugar. Oh, it's a dessert, bitch. <laughs> God damn it! It's a, it's a dessert taco. How many of these do you have? Okay, what is this one? This is a cinnamon sugar apple cheesecake taco. What? It's apple cheesecake taco, but the shell is cinnamon sugar. 
Basically, you fry the tortilla. Oh, I thought you really figured out how to use enough sugar and cinnamon to turn it into a full shell. And I was about to say, listen, you cannot, you cannot eat this. You know how people, so that's the equivalent of me trying to make a a taco shell out of bacon. Mm -hmm. And you know me and my blood pressure, I can't play that game. No, we're not. I don't need to die like that. That's not how I need to go out. Yeah, fair enough. There you go. Well, this one, you mm-hmm. basically, you know, fry the tortilla. Okay. Like an elephant ear, basically. Yep. Except when you flip it over, you fold it. <sighs> I miss elephant ears. Oh, I do too. And what I like about these, and you're going to know, you're going to get it because you know me. Mm-hmm. I like that the recipe says to take um, a, a circle cutter and cut out of it, so oh no here you so go cute. she just wants this because her hands are small y'all and she likes food. things that I love. she food. will tell you that she loves miniature foods because they're, they're cute, so cute and they're adorable they she though. likes miniature foods because her hands are tiny and the miniature foods fit in her hands more successfully but you also use your hand size and them being small this is this is my thing though you still it's still about the perspective the the ratio of dick to your hand are you gonna let me do my talk or are you just gonna be talking well you were the one that was trying to defend you're gonna be rude maybe are you a rude person what the hell? I'm not. I'm not Coco Baby. I don't care. Yeah, probably. Yeah, oh, well, for that's sure. Unfortunate. <laughs> this only works for your child, dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Karen, Karen. oh no, Karen. there's no manager Karen because in the world, Karen. I'm the manager. manager. I'm the manager. You know what? Mm-hmm. That was below the mm-hmm. fucking belt. <laughs> Go yeah. ahead. Anyway, Go ahead with your dessert any taco. Motherfucking way. Okay. Make an apple cheesecake, but make it taco. <laughs> I know. So once you fry this tortilla and you flip it over, fold it in half, mm-hmm. and fry it again until it's golden brown, you take it out mm-hmm. and you wait a couple of seconds. And okay. Put it in cinnamon and sugar. Sounds delightful. Like a little elephant ear. Okay. And then you make your cheesecake filling. So cream cheese, heavy cream, powdered sugar, vanilla, all that good shit. Mm-hmm. Piping bag because these are minis and you. Get that pipe. And then you take your apple pie filling. Mm-hmm. And you add uh, your cornstarch, brown sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg. And you, you know, put it in a pot and cook it. Let it let it simmer. Let it cook down a little bit until it thickens. And then you put that over your cheesecake filling and you have you a cute little dessert. This is so cute. I'm a process. It's <laughs> you you do what you need to do that's true oh yeah that's probably that's probably a, a nice little uh Little baby shower thing, you know, some some cute, little cute, small. Fair enough. Things that I don't particularly care about. It falls under that full category. Hey guys, guess what? Hey guys, guess what? This is where you say what? What sparkle? We got a guest. Holy shit! So we got a guest. Yes, we do. 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 Yes, we do.
we done lifted quarantine right. rules over I here too. The fuck, we were doing so well. God damn it. We have not actually lifted um, the COVID rules, mm-hmm. but the, so the guest that we have today, uh-huh. this is shit. Oh well, he here all the time, so, so it don't matter. Time, <laughs> you know, his, his germs was here anyway. We've been breathing them in. It's fine. So today we got Wade. That um, sounds terrible. What up? What What's up, going sir? on? What's going on? It's nice to hear a male voice in here. Dog, I forgot about that part. It's Hilarious. Nice Hilarious. It's really. It's funny I know, right? Hilarious. Oh, man. It's been a long time, guys. We are <coughs> very, we are very far into the alphabet for it to just be the two of us, nigga. Mm. You know, we've been holding it down, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. H, no H is for holding it down. <laughs> yeah. You realize you you all premiered Tina D, you premiered a segment that makes no sense, right? I remember that. He wants to talk about our segment that went the way of Judy Huxtable. No, no, Judy Winslow. Oh, I'm sorry, Judy Winslow. It got Judy. It got Judy. It It didn't make any sense. I was like, it went white the fuck upstairs. (laughs) As to why it went upstairs or why it exists. Why it existed in the first place. So it existed out of sheer. Wanting to do something else because mm-hmm. the niggas were not here this mm-hmm. year, like mm-hmm. for this season, right? Mm-hmm. And so we needed to, you know, add something else. Most of the time, when Sparkle and I add another thing to the show or make a change or make an adjustment to the show, we sit down, we Sound talk like about you're it. arbitration or something. Well, no, we sit down and we talk about mm-hmm. it because. Even though the show seems haphazard, this shit is actually <laughs> well thought out and it planned. It is, it is, it is. You it, know, like we sit down and plan the haphazard nature of this show. It is. So the difference with All Rise is this. I like the uh, the sound drop is dope. I oh, mean, yeah. you all should have kept doing it. it. For the record, it has not completely left the 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 thing but we wanted to have a purpose and what we realized after two episodes of doing it is it has no purpose i'm not here to argue that it has a purpose or that it's any different than our general topics is everything ain't gotta make sense i love rick and morty and i swear the last episode i just watched made no sense tell me about it i'm waiting to watch like i got to let them get like a couple episodes out so i don't feel shortchanged so don't tell me about how i feel about insecure i feel you yeah it's got to be some episodes before we get to uh, before we get to talking to that but uh, specifically about All Rise this is the thing it was a good idea in theory I felt like if I we debated you. if we debated a point more formally <laughs> then it would be fun there's other shows that have done this and I felt like we were the two people because we feel oppositely about things that we could debate a point formally the problem was there was no stakes and there was no order to it and we just Threw it out there. It was which funny. We've never done before. It was funny. Right. And I thought it was funny to me. Yeah, least. it was funny to me. It was funny to me. But it didn't have no structure to it. And that's really not the nature of our show. Like, we have ordered chaos here. Yes. And it wasn't ordered. It was just the chaos. So, we had to uh, put 
it on hiatus while we figure out how to make it make more sense. I feel you. That's where it is right now. But will you see it again in the future? More than likely. I, I just want to hear the sound so. drop. So you just want to hear a sound drop every yep. week. Well, that's another thing I thought about. Like maybe we could just play the sound drop once a week so people could just you know have a good time with that mm-hmm. and then move on until we figure out what to do. But it has not seen its last day as of now. Then mm-hmm. again, this is our show, so maybe we decide, you know, we don't feel like figuring it out. I that is you. also a thing that happens. This is the show that we do. Y'all are just, you know, y'all are here. We, we're we excited that the you're fantastic here. fantastic voyage. You know, we just, you know, we just on this journey together as a whole to figure out it. what we're doing. I'm with it. But it was pandemic time. And we were like, let's spice it up. Let's I just throw that. some shit out there. See if it sticks. We did. I feel that. I right? feel that. That's that's the story of All Rise. I don't think it's seen its last day. I think we can figure it out before the end of the season. But you know, it's kind of like it might go the way of the taco making videos, which was something we talked about in season one, and they never did. I mean, we might forever. We might forever think about doing All Rise again. I don't know. (laughs) I mean, in reality, you all rarely talk about tacos. That are tacos. This is true. You all have uh, definitely taken a loose interpretation of what I figure a taco is, which is in a tortilla. That's only this season. Everything before, though, was about season one was real shit. And season two. All season two. In reality, I mean, it's hard as hell to come up with 26 goddamn tacos. So, I mean, I feel you. I would like to see y'all come up with 52 goddamn tacos. Yeah. Tacos are the same thing. Put shit in the shell and eat it. It's the same thing every time. I, I can't. I can't. That's I why agree. we on to drinks now. I feel you. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. <laughs> is it my topic? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me as the drinker. Yeah. All right. So welcome. I'm glad that you're here, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have the same sort of like vessel for you to be here. You're just here because you like us. You're not dating us or doing anything no. else because you've already told us that you got other. other Hilarious. Other shit. Going uh, on. What What do they say? Um, we. We just polyamorous friends now, and that yeah. what it is. Friends it is. with benefits. Friends with benefits. Occasional yes. benefits. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fine. But uh, yes. Yeah, so this episode is brought to you by the letter H. It is my topic, which I have. I mm. actually, this is for you, Sparkle. I have two topics this week. I know. Are you excited? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Why not? I think you will like both of them. One of them's a rant and the other one is just supportive of somebody else. But okay. you like hmm. both things. So anyway, I my like I know, right? So my first H is not the rant. My first H is for uh it's for hunker downers. <laughs> hunker downers. Okay, what the fuck is if that? you don't know what I'm talking about as hunker downers, please let me enlighten you. Um, there is a wonderful homosexual white man named Leslie Jordan. Who has a fantastic Well shit (laughs) A fantastic Instagram page going right now And y'all know how I like to just do Whole things about shit that makes me happy Like Netflix shows And people doing things Leslie Jordan has Has risen as the quarantine Hero that everybody Needed whether you thought you did Or not Um he refers to everybody who's in quarantine as fellow hunker downers. He has a very thick southern accent. He is a very gay man and he is so 
fucking hilarious. If you need to fucking laugh repeatedly, I suggest you go to Leslie Jordan's Instagram page. Scroll down and start at the beginning of like March when we started being hunkered down. Now you can go on and on. He's been um, most, I think his most notable thing is his character on Will and Grace, both the original and the re reboot. Sparkle can tell you more about that because that's her shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, he is on there as the nemes- nemesis of my favorite character on the show, yeah. which is Karen, surprisingly. Right. <laughs> I'm the really upset. The only Karen that I respect is uh, Megan Mullally's uh, Karen, Walker. Karen Walker. But she, uh, he plays her nemesis. They're very funny on the show. He is very funny in real life. And for the first half of this quarantine he was actually down in his home town of Tennessee with his mama and his sister and every day he has a different show a different little video little soundbite or something that is just quality hilarity he do these pillow talks where he just talks about whatever the fuck he wants to talk about huh yeah, he was when in he Chattanooga. Was yeah. Talking about, Mama, I'm talking to my friend. Yes. Girl, I thought he made up a character. He was in Chattanooga, Tennessee. I didn't know he was really down there with his mama. Because he's back in L.A. now because I'm invested in his oh, life. Oh, okay. So he's back home at his actual house. But he was down there with his mama for real. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And since then, because everybody's been starting to watch him, like he did a... um. He did a live, like, tweet of um, a recent episode of Will and Grace. Him and um, Leslie Jones did one together. Like, oh, they did what? it together. It was so cute. Please go back and oh, watch it. It was so funny. Two of my favorite they people. were so funny. And she, Leslie, Leslie Jones has done an excellent <laughs> job of, like, live tweeting, like, shows and shit like that. Like, she does RuPaul Drag Race. This is really not about her, but still, why we here? Black woman, let's She's support. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she does um, she does RuPaul's Jag Race. She was doing Pose when the new episodes was out of that. Sometimes she'll just do fucking movies. It's very entertaining because she's just be on there talking she the same. the best commentary ever. Oh, my Everybody God. Didn't, didn't she commentate some of the Olympics? I think so, yeah. She did. Yeah, because she was because she ended up commentating some of the Olympics simply because of how amped she got about the Olympics yeah. before the Olympics yeah. started. She got so amped that they I were like they I were like before her, but that's okay. Fair enough. Probably. I've really been doing that shit for years. I mean, probably not publicly, but sure. No, I'm saying not publicly, but I was. I what she did, I was already fucking doing. I mean, I'm just saying she came out with it publicly and I disagree with you. Okay. No, I'm saying that she was probably doing it just that. like you. No, you didn't. Nah, she wasn't doing like I just I, feel like me and that's me. I feel like she was probably like the Olympics this whole time as well and came out with it publicly. You're not gonna slight my homegirl. Anyway, I don't think that's possible. She a grown woman. She she's probably like the Olympics a long time. I can't argue with that enough, so I'm going to move on. Um, but so I love his his page. He's done that every day. He gets on there and puts another thing on there. There's some of my uh, favorites. Again, one of my favorites is him calling us hunker downers. So when he gets on there and be like, hello, fellow hunker downers. Today's episode is about doing exercise where he simply got up from the bed and went to the kitchen. Oh, <laughs> my whole life. I my loved it so much. He was like, 
Daddy, look at me, Daddy. Right. Daddy, you just twirling that fucking baton. Have you seen him play the piano without actually touching the keys? No. Girl, please go back and watch right. Leslie Jordan see, do I this say, dumb see, shit. I just saved him for special moments. I got like you. Like when I've achieved a lot that day. Oh, okay. And I've earned a glass of wine. Yeah. Not, hold on. That, not to be confused with me just day drinking. Right. But I've actually earned this glass. Fair enough today yeah fair enough my thing with him is like i will let like because he does at least one video every day so like i will let them like build up for the week and then i watch them all together that's kind of yeah, where i'm at right now saying, yeah. yeah yeah so he's i get it he is he is, he is a he's an adorable treat and my new I phrase when i call when i call the two people that i call almost every day i just start with well shit <laughs> what are y'all doing <laughs> are y'all fucking <laughs> I'm not fucking me either, Leslie. Damn it. He's a delight. If you need something to um, make you happy in this time of a I'm bunch fucking, of shit. I let him go, I'm bored. <laughs> he puts so many extra syllables and shit. That's the like, best part I'm of me. I'm bored. <laughs> Y'all ain't bored. And then he tells a lot of random stories yeah, and he, he does, does a lot of random shit. Like he has a, he is he the. He's a founding member of the Dylan McDermott fan club, self-proclaimed, by the way. I don't know if he really is or not, but he has a list of adorable straight boys, and I don't disagree with it. Um, it's all types of things, but he is a real, true national treasure. Please go and look at that if you haven't already. And if you have already, welcome. I acknowledge you. I see you, and it's hilarious. He does. Like he does. I, I do the same shit. Like I don't give a fuck if you my money. He is funny. genuinely shocked at the number of people that have been watching his videos. He was like, yeah. "Well, shit, I guess y'all like these videos." Right. <laughs> and he was so sweet. Did you see the one where he was praising the girl? Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even talk about that. Yes, I did. I was <laughs> never going to. I was never going to bring that up again because I just want to keep that shit to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yes I saw it yes it was a thing I experienced I it, to be. it was very adorable if you can take it in the right way oh my God. but yeah so my first H is for hunker downers please go follow Leslie Jordan if you haven't already um, my second H is a little bit of a rant um, but it's for it's for how you figure and I just no you weren't because I just listen I understand that everybody's experienced the same shit and maybe you come to this show for a certain level of listen I've been so listen I've been so pissed off and I've been trying to you know come like last week was single day mile I'm not gonna come to y'all with some, with a bunch of shit and it's single day mile and it's celebration time okay mm-hmm. But I'm so pissed. How the fuck do you figure? I do. How the fuck do you figure that you deciding to be outside means that you need to be outside? I'm just, I'm so the fuck upset. That Americans have gotten bored with coronavirus, so they decided they were over it. Nigga. I said, oh, that's so real. It's a virus. Why are you bringing your gun somewhere? This is this is the part that of all the things, all the disrespectful shit that these niggas have fucking done with these fuck-ass protesters. They've come to these places, these places of just trying to be general order to save your dumb ass. Okay? You come here, you want to protest. 
fine. You protest without getting a ticket, less fine, but whatever. Mm-hmm. You white, I don't expect nothing different, right? You hold up traffic to the point that people can't get to the actual motherfucking hospitals because they're sick. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. The part that broke me. What behooves me? What behooves me was... These dumb ass motherfuckers come up in this bitch with fucking rifles. What the fuck are you shooting at? Corona? A virus that has done nothing but infect the entire surface area of your fucking gun. I'm sorry. I know that most of the people, if you're going to listen to this show, you got to have some amount of sense. People that are not ridiculous, I doubt they listen to this show for more than 15 minutes of one episode. So if you're still listening to this shit, I assume this don't apply to you. I would hope it don't apply to you because if it does, you probably need to listen to a different show. And it does apply to you. Because you need saving. But so I tried not to do this. I tried to be quiet as long as possible. I just need to get it all out. How the fuck do you figure that you, the non-scientist, the non-learned, non-cultured, in a fucking tunnel vision ass self. You know how they figure? They don't. Their president figures. Their president. so they're watching a damn fool say stupid shit and that's how they're making their decisions see this is why this is why leadership is important as well as the lack of leadership this because even in the absence of leadership you mm. end up with shit like hey let's storm the capital here's my thing and this is why i don't allow that to be an answer because they these same motherfuckers I know, and now we've reversed. Enjoy. Because they, they just, they listen, this is their, his base who is behaving like My this. problem is. Everybody. It's the people that voted for him. They just as stupid as he is. They are. My problem with your level of stupidity is y'all had a president who wasn't stupid right beforehand. You're so quiet. You over there making faces. You can talk. Yeah, you you're on the show. Yes, I recognize that. <laughs> but you realize that this is kind of picking up on a rant that you've had before about the riflemen. And our good old, our good old Michigan. (sighs) Michigan, our good old fucking good old Michigan. But it's not just Michigan; it's Georgia, it's It's Florida, it's it's Virginia, it's Virginia, it's It's, America. It's good old America. It's a John Cougar Mellencamp song. Jesus fucking Christ! It's just that America. It's driving me insane. I can't handle it. The only thing you know. The thing that has made me feel the best about it, though, the thing that has got me through is <laughs> fucking G-Mac Kakash's song about oh, Big Gretch. Uh, yeah. Have okay. you heard this? Big yeah, Gretch? I know. Uh, it's not I know even. G-Mac. G-Mac is a, he's a good, cool dude. Shout cool out dude. to him. I hope yeah. he gets all the credit he deserves. That's why, you know, I included his name here because... Yeah. I don't know you personally, but you deserve it. Yeah, he's uh I'm getting a big Gretsch t shirt. Also the uh mm. the, the man that came to prominence in the forty ball song. The forty ball song? Yes. What's the name of this song? This forty ball is the yes. name of the song? Yes. Okay. Yeah, search uh you can <laughs> this do should that. show you, you can how do much your I own YouTube this. Google search on that one. Please search for forty ball along with Big Rich. <laughs> yeah, but uh but yeah, I, I mean it's the second amendment. 
And um, how you figure a gun is going to help the situation as far as a virus? That's what I'm trying. I mean, I can't even follow the logic anymore. Like I can follow you, racist. You don't like white people. I mean, you don't like black people. Okay, sure, fine. I can't even follow this logic at this point. I, I think the logic really is not. It's not. It's the frustration of. I mean, this Being is a generation. No, I mean, it, this is a very angry group of uh, people that at one point in time had more access to what they perceived as power and privilege and now they don't have that same access so that frustration has boiled over the same way that sometimes in our community frustration boils over in other ways Mm. it's boiling over in their community in different ways so like the the gun is saying you know don't take this away from me I'm expressing my rights I'm just giving you the rhetoric and the talking points because I like to drink in news from all perspectives so so the the logic more so is these are my rights and really what they're saying is it's my right to die if i choose to die that's what they're saying now as illogical as that seems um it, it will be it's going to take sadly more and more people to um to die of this virus or our hospitals to be over capacity because of this virus and Mm -hmm. them to have family members to die because they can't get access to health and other things and then you know it's still like i don't even know if self-reflection or accountability will rise then because i'm pretty sure other complaints will come yeah Uh, but you know it's a movement beyond behind this agenda this thought process the stirring of the pot of Mm -hmm. this anger that exists i don't know if you all seen a lot of people it's like high on netflix right now but uh -hmm. i watched it and i'm like damn this is that psyche that they're talking about that damn uh it's a docu it's a docu-series well it's really narrative based but waco Mm -hmm. right now on netflix waco i saw that and i and everything about it decided whether or not i was in a space to to watch it because i felt like it was just gonna be trying to get into why white people feel this way and it basically <laughs> that's what it is validates a lot of that mm-hmm. i mean but from his perspective mm-hmm. um we're looking at i forget the guy's name from waco even though i watched the whole series but mm-hmm. the whole premise and the whole logic of mm-hmm. like you know god talks to me uh okay. we have these guns to defend ourselves okay and i will come out when god wants me god talked to me to have these 17 wives god talked me to me to have this 14 year old as a wife you know god spoke to me it's such it's such it's a it's it's an ideology that (laughs) does exist okay you know so that ideology definitely is one-to-one with with that whole second amendment right which is so backwards because to me like that whole idea of the constitution's a living document or like the bible's a living document like right. when the constitution was written people right. was fighting with muskets like right. with a musket right. you right. gotta rearm it like I mean the, the yeah. government didn't have uh, drones that could strike a missile on you I mean right. so like I mean right now they could just send 45 drones yeah. damn near throughout the nation and murder everybody so I mean it, exactly. even though you have uh, a bump stock weapon or whatever you think in your arsenal they can heat signature and find your ass and blow you the fuck away no matter where you at All as they've been doing to big ass Middle East <laughs> I mean so it's like your gun 
today what? is not necessarily like they say like the premise and the the what do they say it's like the second amendment i'm getting mm-hmm. really in my nerd law yeah. but the second amendment <laughs> is like so that you can you can use your own like independent militia to fight against government tyranny Mm. in reality we can't fight against government tyranny the only thing stopping the government tyranny is the fact that i really do think that a lot of our michigan state police and some of those officers identify with those same guys walking into the state capitol with guns because i definitely think if it was a group of uh of mexicano yeah. Gentlemen walking into the state capitol with guns. Yeah. The whole get down would be a whole different uh an entirely texture, different you know, if, scenario. If they if chose they were to uh anything else. Yeah, if they chose they to are. uh be in like I guess what, Taylor Tucky? Oh guess, my god. <laughs> if they chose to yes. go out to Taylor Tucky and be outside of their uh their Meyer store. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and gather. So mm-hmm. the the layers and all of this is just a uh it was already a, a tumultuous time uh yeah. and a crossroads the, the challenge that. yeah the it challenge kind of like when i asked my my grandma who this used to be our room i'm like hey what happened during the great depression she was like we black we was already poor so we yeah ain't, <laughs> we ain't and, even noticed and I, the, and, the difference in this shit exactly <laughs> so and that is honestly that has also been a reoccurring theme of why i can't understand why they're so upset because yeah. my thing is this was already you know a day by day sort of hopefully reality reality of things like hopefully Pre-COVID. today right pre-covid like yeah. hopefully this this shit bounce out right hopefully this works or whatever this was already it was already a tenuous space that i lived in so to live in more tenuous space is really not that big a deal it's not really that alarming I mean, this is different. It's a different way that it's presented, but it's also something that is not that foreign. And I can't imagine um, being in a space where things are so foreign, especially like listening to people talking about simple stuff, like talking about um, trying to get through to the unemployment office and they can't like not. Don't get me wrong. Hopefully you do get through it and all of that sort of stuff. But the most uh, neglected I've ever felt as an adult person is trying to get into the um, getting into the state department that handles uh, the health insurance because I qualify for like the expansion or whatever and just mm-hmm. trying to talk to a person about my health insurance that should take three weeks minimum so if you told me everybody in the whole state is basically applying for unemployment and I am appalled I cannot get through I mean, did you think you were going to get through? Like, just the simple difference in mentality. Like, the moment that they opened it up for everybody, I was like, oh, well, you're not going to be able to get through on the phone. Like, the concept. That, was my, that was my immediate thought. But the yeah. fact that that's not people's live reality and it's not something that they would even think of, they were like, oh, well, of course I can talk to a and human it, about it's this. The lens like, of, no. uh, yeah. It's the lens of... It's the lens of privilege that does exist. Right. And when you are coming from a space where you're so used to shit not working <laughs> yeah like i mean it's, like, it's almost really what it comes it's almost to. to the point where like you know like sometimes you you expect certain stuff i mm-hmm. mean and 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 it's some backwards theories in right. our community and some of those backwards theories i embrace like on paper mm-hmm. you want to say like on paper i want to say like yeah man 
vaccine that looks great treatment looks great i can go to the hospital and everything's cool yeah yeah but history tells me everything mm, ain't cool. i don't know <laughs> no, i don't no. know you know what i'm saying no, so no. like so it and in their world it's a reality that exists where um where they've never experienced some of these things in, in that rage and i think it's just the chaos of not knowing how to deal with it yeah, so in not knowing what to do with it it is bringing out a lot of the other ideologies you know yeah now Poverty kind of reduces or limits what you're able to do. So we we used to be in that home or you know making the best of the situation yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, playing cards and not really doing a whole fucking lot. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. supposed to be going up north and then they boats and doing all this other shit. Yeah, and it's like y'all don't know how to set the fuck down because you never really had to. Yeah, because like even when um when Gretchen said okay, so my con- my um conceding point is like okay, so I'll open the golf courses and I'll open the gardening for people like people can go and get their stuff for their garden while i respect definitely like trying to grow a garden i thought about it i'm like well shit that was not no high priority shit for me neither one of them things oh and boating that was the third one you can go boat i I would say though first of all i ain't gonna lie to y'all my first fucking thought was what the fuck is boating? <laughs> right? Hilarious. You, know, had a name. Hilarious. Like, you, you know what boating is. You know no, what boating is. Is that what that is? Every Who knew that shit was boating? Who every, knew every, that shit was hey, restricted? I, no, hey, who knew that shit had a name? You a black woman in the city of Detroit. I know some old dude done tried to pull you at floods <laughs> to watch a shame park. Watch a shame park. At Irma Henderson Marina and we barbecue. We ain't never would let that fucking boat out of the water. Are you nuts? Oh, so you, you haven't you mean? haven't watched the free uh Shane Park concert? So that's why. That's why. I, I'm not a fan of But I'm pretty water. sure you've seen uh through Instagram I mean, some of your uh associates. I watched right. the both, you know, sit, sit out there. Yeah, oh, you know, it's it's a it's yeah, Aretha it's, Franklin amphitheater now. <laughs> it's it's still Shane Park to me, but I feel <laughs> me you. Too. But it is, right. I mean no, me too. just like I, just I saw a sign. I was driving down the lodge and it was like TCF Center. I'm like, what the, the fuck, fuck is that? that? You I was like, oh. I'm like, get what the, is the TCF Center? Get like? the fuck out of here, y'all. You know, but, <laughs> like, at you least know. Aretha is based off of something, but that TCF Center, never in my life will I call it that. That is I fucking Cobo Hall. That shit is Aretha. That shit is Shane Park. Like, yeah, it is Shane Park. Yeah. But, but yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all. Like, that's all I really have for H. Like, um, go and follow Leslie Jordan if you haven't thus far. I promise you, it'll be worth your while. And how the fuck you figure? I just changed it right now. It needed more explicitives. But uh, yeah, how the fuck you figure? You can just be out here and with the gun and do shit. That's my H. That's it. That's all I have. It's on you, love. Mm-hmm. I also have two. My, one is right and two. I mean, you always have two, so that's fine. One is super Okay. Oh. It's really, it's like, it's her HV and me. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Basically. Oh, see, I didn't know shit about this. Yes. Oh, so you came to just yell at her today. Not necessarily, but that's she takes like it. Yes. I, I came as a, <laughs> to share. I see. Okay. Um, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give him the floor. Oh. 
dope. That sounds good. That's a fun way to do it. What they say, I, I, uh, you cede the rest of your time mm-hmm, there you mm. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. to the good gentleman. Oh, I'm, distinguished I'm, I'm, I'm gentleman. I'm sorry, distinguished gentleman. Fair enough. Oh, yeah. Um, so the first part of my age is for Holy Rollers. Mm. Yeah, it is inspired by what is that? My god brother, who is also my daughter's godfather, Coleman. Oh, I love him. <laughs> hey, Coleman. I'm sure you don't listen to this show, he but does I listen, does he? he oh my god, Coleman. Yeah. I love you because I'm sure he'll listen to this episode when he finds out it's about him. Right, so exactly. what up? I but, love um, him. He's yeah, so much fun. That's my brother. He is in the Air Force. So mm-hmm. thank you Mm-hmm. Um, all that jazz and he, we were having a conversation about like just you know as christians other christians we don't like oh <laughs> yes let's get into it <laughs> so we started naming folks like mm-hmm. that we've been around for mm-hmm. the majority of our lives and like why we don't like them okay and as you know, having spent time with him abroad. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. That's exactly what that was. Oh, what an adventure. When we left the country <laughs> for our adventure, um, you two are very much alike. Yeah, I enjoy him a lot. And so we are all, we all have in common this, just this very um, raw, very real uh, life that we live with Christ. And okay. none of us are pretentious or... And we're all very transparent, you know, yeah. about about what it looks like and, you know, what our, our flaws may be in our, our areas of, of weakness. Yeah, as I pour my third drink. Right. And so, <laughs> one of the things that he said, and I really liked mm. how he said it, it was, he, we were talking about getting to know new Christians, and he was saying, you know, I would really like to be a part of a small group. Okay. But, you know, I want to make real friends. I okay. I want it to just be those people that you see once a week. Okay. You know, in the little church group. And yeah. And it's like, but you, I don't want to go through the awkward butt sniffing to see how judgy they are. Right. they're cool. Holy shit, right? Like, is this your sin? Like, are we, is this a sin we can, like, do together? Like, can like, we talk about this? Can we, and really what we were talking about was just simply drinking. Yeah, yeah, like, fair enough. Like, about, you know, drinking wine, drinking beer, whatever. And mm-hmm. even something as simple as drinking beer mm-hmm. is an issue for some. Oh, yeah. And you go out to a restaurant and mm-hmm. you go out with that little group and you get to ordering, like, a glass of wine or a simple beer. And you're, like, and trying to figure out if they're going to lose right. it. Yeah, and yeah, so, fair enough. you know, he's like, I don't, I don't like that awkward bus sniffing part. Fair enough. Where you trying to figure out, like, how can I move around this person? Fair enough. And it reminded me of a, um, a meme I saw that said, I don't I don't add work friends unless I've seen them still. <laughs> and I thought about that shit like that. That's shit a good real. policy. If you ain't took no paper, ink, or a stapler home, That's a good policy. Not, you can't be my Facebook friend because mm-hmm. I can't trust you. I need to have some dirt on you like you got on me. Fair so enough. It needs to be, it needs to be equitable. Because so, I, I, to this day, I have... Two work friends. Yeah. Two. And you no, I'm one, sorry. I have three. You recommending the whole damn department. I know. And I honestly, I didn't intend on having three work I don't friends. Need to be a friend with the dean. I'm cool with it just being me and the receptionist. For like, straight, sure. That's good, right? 100%. And then, you know what I found is like being like that, though, makes people want to do, want to be your friend more, which is so terrible. Oh, I know. It's so terrible. And like, 
if anybody was to like look at my rubric for like being friends with a with a work friend mm-hmm. like they would definitely call it racist but i need to start with the fact that you know about oppression like right. i need you to know about oppression before we can be friends mm-hmm. like be, so when i say some off the wall shit like these white motherfuckers are acting crazy i need you to be able to internalize that it don't mean you got to be white mm-hmm. or black it just means that these black people are gonna be easier more quickly on board with this that, but you gotta have your lines like yeah. I, need a, I need another Christian who got like you know got like lines so like you know me like I do so much fuck shit that I be trying to balance it out right. I don't fuck with lamb you know I'm not eating lamb I got we've had that's this that's conversation that's your I line I do like you know like the um, I'm not a person who my little brother does this he, he's a 13 year old asshole but he, mm. does, he likes to do different I have one accents. of those. So he loves to do Indian accents. No. Indian accents. What? When did he start doing that? He's a dick. Who knows? Oh, God. I want you to know shit. that that 12 and a half to 13 year old, your brother, no, I, I, I can't stand that like, nigga. Oh, that, and I used God, to, and he used to be my favorite. Wrong. Remember when? Actually, he just turned 14. I forgot. Oh, right. I'm like, you can't go to high school doing that shit. You cannot. So, especially high school, you get ready to mm-hmm. go to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but his little private high school, he like one of the only few black kids. So they like to see him suck his eye and do jokes and shit. Exactly, because he but plays sports too, don't he? He plays sports. Yeah, of course. He played like four fucking sports. I know. So, you know, he does that shit, but I'm not doing that shit because I fuck with Al condoms. I need the grace of God sometimes. I can't slip her with Chinese accent. Okay, fair That's enough. That's not what I'm doing. Fair enough. Okay. Father, he asked me some shit the other day, and I can't even remember what it was right now, but I remember looking this nigga dead in his eye and was like, I have too many sins. <laughs> I can't do that. What did he ask I you to do? Okay. Can you tell me after the show's I over? I really don't remember what the fuck it was. Oh, I'll well, damn. Him. You know, I tell y'all everything. I don't give a fuck. Fair enough. So, no, I just, you know, you have to have, I have to have Christian friends. Who would yeah. do some shit, but right. would do all the shit. You know what? Like, you can fuck without a condom, bitch, but don't let me see you snort cocaine. That's not my bag. Sir. Yeah, no, that's not it. And have, I'm worried. Okay, so here's my question to you. Have you ever had one of these Christian friends, like, evolve into one that's really cool? Have you ever had that happen? I've, never, I've literally never. Okay, so listen. So let me tell you a story. Okay, so one of my very Christian friends, like started off like super like very together and so i was just more reserved like because they were nice like this this person's super nice and we develop like we have the same sort of like things that we care about so we care about children and education and those sorts of things like she has a bunch but i don't Mm -hmm. but still like i care about the well-being of your child but that has nothing to do with like what i do in my private life right Mm -hmm. so that has nothing to do like i want your kid to thrive but that's separate from like the shit i do right so we would spend all this time together it would be great it'd be fun or whatever but i knew for a fact i didn't not i didn't know where she stood on this on the lines of like which sins are cool sins and which ones are not right right and at when we first started hanging out i knew that there were more of them then some life shit happened to her and all of a sudden them were they weren't held well, in the I, same if regard I, if i had to pick that friend it'd probably be you huh right you would actually be that friend not what not listening to that you. like evolved because you were really rigid uh-huh. really christian you had you had a lot of rules at first right then but you went see to college this is the thing you got some dick no, that's not true. I was like that definitely before that happened. Because no, yes, I was no, because because I started drinking before I got some. Oh well, there you go. There it is. Did I tell y'all? Did you give me a? I'm not even gonna 
Regardless, we're not getting into all. We're not getting into. We're not getting into this shit for real. But what I'm saying is, we can have a free intervention. There was an evolution of sorts as the people continue to live their lives and things are different in people's perspectives. They grow and they change. Like it wasn't even like I had just resolved myself. Like this is this is a separate thing, and then when we're hanging out, then we talk about this thing, and then we don't. I have no problem. I have no problem making that distinction. But then this friend of mine came to me and started asking me questions about like, how do you deal with you know X, Y, and Z? And I'm like. Oh, right. Well, not that far, but you know, like the preliminaries of that. Oh. Yeah, we hadn't got that far because I don't think, based on based on how her life has gone, I don't think a Plan B pill was ever in her oh. <laughs> in her okay. wheelhouse. No, 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 never, none of those things. No, no. Okay, but yeah, we do. But um, what I say is like after after the lived experience, though, she asked me this and that and the third and I'm just like now I'm not lying to you like if you gonna ask me like how do I deal with it not well or not according to the bio oh she was just asking me like in general about like premarital sex and drinking which are two things yeah well not how do do you do more of the question that one yes yes all the time but again I was never gonna have this conversation with you cause I feel like that See, was outside of your realm of things I wasn't a friend who like evolved into like a looser bitch I was a friend who evolved into a better bitch <laughs> oh damn that's way I worse I started real low and had to spend time with Jesus and then I got up like I, I got a little high and then I, I came want down you, to the middle I want you to know that's the better way to do this yeah I mean sure cause I know, essentially, better, essentially my general persona devolved not evolved <laughs> I just want you to know that's how that went. Yeah, but the problem is when you evolve, you evolve into a cunt. You you like uh, <laughs> you become that bitch that's so I mean, heavenly minded. Nobody wants to be around. And you. I mean and, that was basically that's, my thing. That's so bullshit. when she asked me, she's like, "What do you do about premarital sex?" I was like, "I have it. <laughs> like, I don't know what you, right, what to exactly. tell you." And she's like, "Well, how do you feel about that?" I'm like, "I don't know where that falls on the line like, of whatever." What I, this is what I tell chicks now. Nah, I be like, "Listen." You fall within the lines of your conviction. Yeah. That you you two two things. Mm-hmm. Obedience mm-hmm. and conviction. Mm-hmm. Let them be your compass. <laughs> Go forth, little little you spark. Do what you can do when you can do it. I don't know. I think conviction, I think doing it. I think my level of conviction was like do like do I have any intentions with this person past this particular moment in time? And if my answer was yes, then we went forward. That worked for me. Mine was like, you gonna get another abortion or no? Okay. We that lived, worked for me. That, no, we live no, different no, wives. No, we're not. Still okay. And see, everybody has a different thing. Yeah. But anyway, I'm just saying it has the possibility of starting in a different place and ending in a different place because I don't think I would ever have expected to have this conversation with her. But again, her life changed, and then all of a sudden, now this is on the table. Right, now we have to talk about real life shit. And what has developed from it is a better friendship, quite honestly. That's what's up. She's one of my faves. That's what's up. I super enjoy her. But, yeah. 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 That would be one. You know? Yeah, don't try. Live your life with Jesus 100% all the time, always, with everything you got. However, don't be a dick about it. Yeah, you don't have to. Don't be a Christian. Don't be a Christian who make other people feel like this. I don't even go to church. 
Oh yeah. Why I don't even talk to Jesus. Don't 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 be that person. Yeah, because we, we don't talk to Jesus. <laughs> don't be so that you run away believers because of, I mean, run away uh, possible believers because of the purpose of all of this is to bring people to the kingdom of God. So if you're not going to do that, then sit the fuck down. You know, that's one of the main things that I enjoy about our generation of people is like they're really rejecting that like hardcore. Like every generation has a thing that they reject hardcore. I really enjoy the fact that we're just like, listen, if you're going to come at me with this super judgy shit that's not in the Bible that Jesus did not did not really condone because he was hanging around with prostitutes. And as we as we discovered recently in a in a deep dive Mm -hmm. is that he also comes from prostitute lineage. He comes from prostitute lineage. I don't need you to come at. And one of his favorite people was out here banging everybody back out. So listen. Exactly. So I think one of the things that I really super enjoy. You know what? David is. David is who I am and Daniel is who I'm trying to be. That's like my continual mantra. Peter is who I am. Paul is who I'm trying to be. Fair enough. This is what I'm saying. So, um, but that is one of the things I like about people that are, you know, under the age of like 55. Like, listen, we're not, we're not putting up with this shit no more, guys. Real, authentic, transparent life with Jesus. Most of us are, you know, Christian-wise, most of us are really trying to evolve and become better people. Right. But what we're not going to tolerate is people who are, you know, just extremely judgy, Extremely critical, right? And everybody else's behavior, but their own. Right, I'm about to say acting like you're not doing no shit. I do yeah. plenty of shit. And, the, and if the, the best way to teach anybody about Jesus or to, you know, in in quotes, recruit them to a life of Christ is simply mm. to live it. Mm. And nobody listening to you, but everybody watching. Mm-hmm. So, this is true. Know, modify your behavior before you get on your soapbox and tell everybody else what they. That's the do. only thing that's ever been accessible in this quote unquote, you know bring people to the faith thing that's the only thing that's that's ever had anybody actually ask me a question because i'm not out here i'm evangelism ain't my gifting let's say that that's how the old saints would say it (laughs) right well that's it it, mine is nowhere in in who i am Oral evangelism, and I was like, I might be an oral evangelist. Yikes! So never mind. Can we veer that back? I'm gonna go to my next H, so I'm gonna be quiet now. Let's move on. How about that? So that he can just go off. Hilarious. Oh, okay. So I have to to say this. What is it? I have to preface this. I'm. I don't know what's happening. So my. So my H. Actually, no. I'm gonna do it the way I was gonna do it. She just wants to wait for explanation. Okay, Wade cool. Wade and Maceo, um, from the Searching for Claire Huxtable podcast. Also on this network. Check yeah, it out, a, y'all. A, a brother brother show on the same Detroit is different network. A brother show. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so they are not only um, on the same network as us, but they have somewhat become my friends. And mm. I they, like the word somewhat yeah, here. I like the qualifier. Oh, okay. Wait, no, please. <laughs> please. I don't know what's happening right please. now. Please. Y'all been bullying my homegirl. Please. Home girl. <laughs> Please. Oh, let me say this. It's a little bit of an age difference. Not much. Not much for it to be an excuse. But I was about I was to say. Using a little bit as an excuse. Right? I was about to say. I don't think it really is. No, but go go for it. It's definitely not enough for me to be using the way I'm about to use it. Okay. But they uh, they like to criticize <laughs> and uh, berate me a little bit. About what? About my black cinema choices. Oh, bitch. Anybody who knows you will honestly agree with them because you have not watched shit. 
so many references in like the group chats or on social media. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll make a, a reference or something and throw a line after a conversation we had. Right. And they'll laugh about it, and I'll be like, what? <laughs> See, and this or is. Or throw a gif in there, or gif or in there, and I'll be like, I don't. What is that from? What is that even from? I want you to know when you. I want you to know when you started this. I was fully prepared to like go hard in the paint for you. You know. Well, what you could do is just be quiet though. You don't have to become an enemy just because. I I don't I don't know. There there might be, but I'm also I'm also annoyed with the lack of fucking black movie references that you fucking have. Hold on. So this week I believe they were were both doing a Facebook uh, not one of the nomination type of post. Where you have to post uh, mm-hmm. movies, right? Yep. Where that inspired you or impacted your life? Or well, whatever. my ten favorite movies. Oh God, I'm so. That's them, the only thing that's on my timeline right there. So okay. I have twenty. Well, he's starting he now. Started, yeah. Okay. Because I passed it off to him. It's like about ten to fifteen black movies on my timeline that I've never heard of, seen, Jesus maybe referenced in these movies. I don't know what. It None is. of them. Out of all 15? So, this is what the, this is where he was like, I'm coming on your show. This was the straw, okay? Oh, okay. He posted it. He posted I want y'all to know, I'm just finding out with y'all as to why Way is even here on our show. <laughs> he posted a, a, a picture, a meme. I don't know what it was. It was a, I don't a picture. It was a picture. He posted a picture. And I didn't know who it was from. I knew it was from the nigga that did the show on Nickelodeon. Cinematic masterpiece. I knew it was from the nigga who did this, the show on Nickelodeon. And I think he is Cuba Gooding's brother. What? Right? He's the fuck? Like He's super light. And he is brother. Okay. Yes, I'm, he okay, is. Uh, so he posted this picture. And I said, I think some other people said something before me. But I, I came on there and was like, what is this from? Or what what is this even? And so, Way goes, you haven't seen Baby Boy? You ain't never seen Baby Boy? Cinematic Pause. masterpiece. You're talking about Omar Gooding. You didn't know who Omar Gooding was in, like, the one role that has his entire claim to fame and his entire collection of shit well, that he's done. He was on Nickelodeon. He was on, he was on he was Wild on and Crazy Kids. Yes, yes, he but was. But we have to forget that well, and embrace the role. We don't have to forget that. What I want we you to know. We need to forget that and he, embrace him in Baby Boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> That is a different thing. But, however, if you, like, have a catalog of Omar Gooding's movies. movies I feel like I've seen him in something else, and I can't remember. You might have seen him in another thing, what I'm telling you. Thing. It wasn't nothing white. He's never been in anything white. <laughs> wild and Crazy Kids. Wild and Crazy Kids. No, no, no. Wild and Crazy Kids is the whitest thing he's ever been in. Oh, yes. Okay. That's what we're it saying. ghetto movie. Yeah, I'm sure. But his, his high <laughs> level, like his <laughs> high... <laughs> It is ghetto. Hey, 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 hey. You gonna have to chill, BET. boss. BET has like the most ghetto in quotes urban films I've ever seen, or not really seen, but walk past the television and watch another motherfucker watch. Mm, mm, mm. So anyway, he said, "Have mm. you ever seen Baby Boy?" I said, "No, I've never seen." Baby You've mm. never seen Baby Boy. And that was mm. strong. So Fair I'm enough. Here and my because in my H actually he came up with what is it called? How have you not? <laughs> Fair enough. Yes. And this, how have you not seen a lot of these films? Okay. And um, I'm yeah. And I, I yield. I the yield cinematic <laughs> masterpiece of Baby Boy. Okay. The coming of age story of how a man is just caught in this uh, predicament <laughs> as he comes to age, that... figuring out the decisions he's going to make 
maturing. That is such a in, in the where he's caught that he's in the landscape of Los Angeles as he's making decisions of supporting his mother, supporting the mother of his child and another mother of his child that he happens to sometimes. As we say, Listen. cheating, I don't know, is a concept that I embrace. Oh, was he oh, was he was he promiscuous that black men don't cheat? Was he was there some prom- promiscuity? And as he he you learn First of all, you learn in it as he said <laughs> as Jody said as in Jody life. said in this film, he said, Look. I, I don't I, I fuck I them hoes. <laughs> I fuck them hoes, but I love you. Oh hell no! This is, see, this is why I watch black books. And that's why because it perpetuates why. a bunch of and that's why as uh, black trolls like no. And that's know? why that is why that is why I love you. And then the family comes together oh, after after the, the family does come together and then so they end up together. Yes, yes, after uh, she welcomes, after she welcomes home, her ex-boyfriend on house release. I know. Wait, 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 wait. But he supported that household. He supported that household. And he, he made sure that there were there were new new rims. There were new rims on, on the car. He, he made sure that there were groceries and he um, now don't get me wrong I've bought, seen it but I also know Jody is trash he he <laughs> no yeah he was he <laughs> he, he was an entrepreneur that sold women's <laughs> women's clothing he was a booster he was That's an entrepreneur like, that sold women's clothing he was a booster so women's clothing he also repaired bicycles for for young okay, young men in the neighborhood he had he had a job of the no variety <laughs> he he was he was what communities may label as odd jobs sometimes yeah he was an odd job connoisseur we know a few of them Mm. So Damn. you know, I mean, the, the film the one you, you that gotta I'm see about immediately is rough. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta That's see Baby one. Boy. I mean, because you also have Ving, Ving Rhames. Still need to see it. Ving Rhames' greatest, listen, greatest film. See, this is the thing. I've never watched Holiday Heart, and the helpful, the helpful part of not watching Holiday Heart is watching Baby Boy because there's a whole scene. Oh no! Holiday Heart will ruin Van Rames for you if you're not prepared for what it's about. Yeah, I'm straight on that. You know what I mean? It's, like um, it, it, it will I mess it no up. But but shout out to him for you know baby doing boy something different. But baby Rosewood. boy ain't that. He's the opposite of that. In baby boy Rosewood, literally everything else he did. Pulp it's like Fiction up until the scene where you see him being emasculated. Yeah, but that wasn't his fault. Pulp yeah, Fiction, no, that like was that Tarantino. Was, that was a that, that was Tarantino's fault. Situation. Yeah, Marcellus is one of the best characters up until that scene. He is. Up until that last, very yes. the last scene that you see him, Marcellus is literally a nigga. Like, I came in and said, I'm here to do a fucking job. I don't give a fuck about the what, whatever the fuck is going on with y'all. I'm about to do this shit. It's the most yeah. nigga approach to any fucking thing. Now, was he a hitman? Was he out here fucking 
uh, what was he? No, he wasn't him. He was like the kingpin or some yeah, shit, right? He was yeah, the yeah, boss. yeah, he was the kingpin. He was the boss. He was out here. I'm here to work a job. I don't give a fuck what it mm-hmm. is that you seem to have going on. I have a business to run, and that's what's happening. He was amazing in you, that movie. As a writer, you really need to watch Pulp Fiction just to see as much I've as seen, I've seen. Um, so I've never sat down and watched it. From you the have to watch it all together to appreciate. No, you need to watch it no, all together watch to look at the together. dialogue and the character development and and see it. As much as I do have challenges, okay, but okay, it, like let's put it like this: to say I've seen Tarantino films and not seen that, yeah, that's terrible. That is the apex of his work. Yeah, everything went downhill after that. Because he and I are in different genres, so I'm not trying to aspire to to write like him. However, I can appreciate the way that he. The but, but I that, appreciate the way his, his characters evolve or devolve. And so that I don't need to necessarily see that one particular movie all the way through for what it is that I'm looking for from him. That's yeah. like that's like saying I like that's TOC, like, I but I never movie. listen to crazy, sexy, oh, cool. Colin, but you can say that because I'm not necessarily aspiring to be like that <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't add or take away to what I'm here to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what I'm here to do is still what I'm here to do. Fair enough. I okay. Mean, I'm with God, you. God will give you so let's you go through this. We me. had a list. You've seen New Jack City. Mm. Me? No. I, oh man. Yeah, she she, she, she hasn't seen. She hasn't seen them. She she hasn't seen them. And Lost. you have not seen. And that is another great film. It is. I can't. And so you got Wesley Snipes the, at his. This is the other thing I have with some of the. Uh, I just sent you that because I didn't want to forget to send you that. But. Um, <laughs> But here's the other thing about like some of the black movies. Okay, New Jack City kind of falls into that sort of plane where there's some black movies. While I think every single one deserves your viewership, mm-hmm. okay, not every single one requires you to watch more than the one time. There's multiple black movies but that I that said, adds to what I'm here to do or what I'm trying to do so I don't nobody know. but you watch a lot of other you entertainment watch, but can a, what it is that I'm doing so every so every, do. so every film you watch so every film you watch I guess that's what gross do? though what else do I write about but technically every film is about murder love <laughs> Did you not write a murder mystery? Yeah, but it has, but it's more to do oh, with the but, root of exactly, it is love. Yeah. But the Damn, premise of really most movies have out. love interest, though. The premise of most movies have love interest. Have you ever noticed? Not New Jack City, but, but, love, but most. Not New Jack City. Love interest is not a love storyline. No. Are still she writes genuine love stories. I have an aside, but it's not really worth it, so continue, please. Because <laughs> even like Boys in the Hood, to me, is. I'm not putting that in my spirit. I stay Boys in the Hood is actually like a really good film, though. Drugs and black men go to jail. I'm sick of that narrative. Like I fucking live on the east side of Detroit. Why the fuck do I want to spend my free time watching this? I never understood that. Like to me, people are attached to their trauma, and they don't feel comfortable unless they get to bask in their bullshit. I grew up in the hood. I'm used to gunshots and murder and violence and dead motherfuckers and everybody going to jail. So let me sit back and watch that as my form of entertainment. That's see, not always see, whereas the I case, think that dog. I think honestly that's 
that shit is socially irresponsible. Okay. Like, I'm not about to enter. I'm not, that's not entertainment to me. That's Some of it is entertainment. Nah, that's real life for Some me. of it is entertainment. Life, so I'm not about to sit up here and watch niggas go to jail when I've seen niggas go to jail. But the story funny. still needs but to be I, told. I, in res- but some of it needs to be told in the reflection of of this yeah, story needs to be told by us. So no, but even black people well, because it's a... Because it's it's it it needs to be told the same way that the same way that like I say I mean as much as I I watched the the Waco piece mm-hmm. like some of these stories still need to be told mm-hmm. and and then some of it it's just like cool characters within it, it you know so I like I don't need to watch it I feel what you're saying but I'm just saying that every but every thing that I that you watch needs to add to your artistic perspective. I agree. So so basically everything you watch needs to add to your artistic perspective. That throws out so much other like entertainment you could be taking in. Like the movie Pootie Tang is ignorant as hell and I watch it that is. shit all the time. I watch the fuck And I out swear of that, that does not add to anything. That's a good example because I've seen it and I did not think it was funny and I felt like I wasted my fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, that, that speaks to what I write and what, I, what I'm entertained by. And the good part about that is we not all writing the same shit. I got you. you. also need black women who are able to tell or capable of telling love stories. Like genuine love stories that don't start in the fucking ghetto. Like that that ain't that ain't the end of life. Yeah, Everybody true. love story don't start in the fucking hood. But every but most of these movies like some like some shit is different. So you and have you seen like love and basketball then. Yeah, and that shit was sorry as fuck. And, and I, I can't. And when I saw that I was young as shit, so at the time I thought it was great. No. But as an adult woman, I think that shit is trash. Yeah, that is Why really a mess. Okay, he broke it. off a whole engagement yeah, that shit was garbage as fuck. to go be with this girl that he should have just been with in the first place. Yeah. Number one. Number two, he broke up with her because she wasn't focused enough on him. Like, that nigga was fucking selfish you can say as fuck. Like, oh, brown sugar. Like, oh, brown sugar. Why did y'all even take long ass Brown sugar story? is the pinnacle. First of all, Sanai Lathan has been wrong by some of the finest men out here in Hollywood let me tell you she's been been wrong by every single one of them niggas number two I mean I'm talking about looks alone Tay Diggs is not yeah Tay Diggs is not it he loses me when he opens his mouth but yeah I never want to listen to an interview with Tay Diggs I never want to see I don't want to see anything he's doing in his personal life ever I'd rather just keep his characters on screen and what did Blair Underwood do um, yeah, it does. We've we've made a narrative for him, and he'd be fucking it up yeah, by being who he is. Yeah. Yes, same thing. Idris Elba does the same thing. I've made a narrative for him. Then when he starts talking, yeah, what he the stringer do? That up, huh? What the stringer do? Listen. Idris Alba is fine. It's he's like in the middle of the road. Like he's not he's not as upsetting yeah, as a tail Tay Dig. Yeah, like he also a Virgo male. Yeah. Nobody needs that. That's not even that's not even where I was taking this. The thing about like like brown sugar or whatever, right? And you watch that whole thing go down. Um, which is brown sugar. And my favorite storyline of that is the B line. Like I like the most deaf. Yeah. Uh that shit is everything. I can't really we don't have enough time on this podcast for me to talk about 
to to not to we don't have enough time on this podcast for me to talk about my extreme standship for most death yeah. and it's for none of the reasons that most people stand him it's not for maybe nothing else yeah maybe we'll talk about most death at m or or why because that's his name now <laughs> next day air <laughs> Dog, this Hilarious. nigga is everything. Like he's like he's the only person I've successfully seen be the triple threat. Like the only thing he don't do is dance for real. But whatever. You don't consider Jamie Foxx uh, multi talented? Yeah, yeah, I do, but it's different than most. Okay. But he, right. no, no, it's it's very similar though. Lost me with his whole love affair with Katie Holmes. Like I feel like that shit was. I mean, you idea. you allowed to love who you love though. Uh, like I try, I try. I try to be upset about that. I don't necessarily think Jamie Foxx is uh well never well, mind. Well, didn't they break but, up though? <coughs> as that's why I say, I but don't as we're saying, it it's a lot of movies. I still think oh, it, in the damn, arc we of about black <laughs> in the in the arc of black entertainment, just connecting and engaging in other casual conversations mm-hmm. with other black folks. You just gonna want to see like coming to America. Um, Correct. You know, like I, hard me, classic. Don't, like, don't get it twisted. There are things that I've seen for that for that reason alone. Hard like, classic. If I'm at you know a family a family event, not even I was gonna say a family event, but not even a family event, just a family event. You know what I mean? And that's the kind of shit that's on. I'm gonna sit down. I'm gonna pour me a drink, and I'm gonna sit with my cousins and my family, and I'm gonna sit up and watch this shit, and I'm gonna laugh. But am I going to turn this shit on by myself? Probably not. No. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like in and a group so, setting. But I, know, but I know how to conduct myself. I'm also all about etiquette and decorum. But so, in a group setting, it's a lot of. So you've only seen snippets or pieces of movies while you're at black gra- gatherings. No, I mean I've seen certain movies all the way through. Have you seen Friday all the way through? So let me. I thought you were saying. So, but I actually was talking about coming to America. He mentioned coming to America. Right, right, right. Think of like spending time with my family. I mean, coming to America. That kind of shit. Coming to America now, fits what that. What I will actually fucking throw on and I own is the entire Friday trilogy. Like that shit is my shit for whatever fucking. <laughs> okay, so one second. Shit is funny. Every single fucking line of all. Whereas I took, I take Friday. I take next Friday and Friday after next. Yeah, those are separate. And I put them Friday. in the I mean, like if I had to make a list of movies that black I people should watch, really that's with. gonna go into like maybe list of five hundred. Fair enough. Yeah. No, okay. It, all right. No, no, no. Next Friday and Friday, Friday after next. After next has yes. So many motherfucking hitting just one liners in terms of but writing. That's what a lot of these other movies are. Like that shit, nah. But that's what Baby like, Boy has. A lot, a lot of black movies are trash because they don't even have a budget. Like, like Baby so Boy. They, so they low budget as fuck. Like the writers suck. The the shots and the angles suck. Here's the sucks. here's here's because the thing. They don't have any money that they put into these movies. Here's the thing that I will give you and I'm is not that low budget bullshit. I don't give a fuck if it's black, white, or yellow. I'm not watching it. But you watch Hallmark films. Them shits be low budget I mean, as fuck. Not really? No, now they don't. The, the set is not low budget. That's what I'm not saying. the set, they but the writing, writing is shit. But the writing, but that's fine. So it's like, okay, I can do a two out of three. I can't do a zero out of. I'm not watching. But it's it, not okay. And this is what I'm saying. And I guess this is where we would look the at it. Does suck in Hallmark movies. You write. They're guess shit. What, no, they motherfucking settings. The motherfucking attire, like so. The, the so reason, wait, so the wait. The reason the, the setting the, and attire don't suck so, is because so it's the, the criteria. Same setting and, attire. and I know why I'm there. If I'm watching a Hallmark movie, I know why I. Can't so the criteria for you to watch a movie mm-hmm. is a couple things. One, 
it has to look like it has I guess and I, I guess I would go back and forth like mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily as an artist I think that sometimes the coolest shit is what you label as like low budget like I think that do the right thing is very quote unquote low budget and I think that's a great film yeah for me it's usually and it's good shot but it's a lot of these other movies that are just as good Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. Okay, so I didn't say Boys in the Hood was not a good movie. I said I'm not watching it. Those are different. I do. But you don't know whether. I do because I had to sit in a creative writing class with a black teacher who used Boys in the Hood as an example to illustrate certain Mm -hmm. um, tropes. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. um, (laughs) Writing elements. And so I felt like that was my opportunity to really look at black film from a different perspective. But like I set up in that class and said, and I'm gonna say it again, I'm not watching that but shit. But I would I argue but I would argue a lot of white film because we live back in this kind of goes to the guys carrying the guns. The perspective mm-hmm. of even how we see movies, we'll look at black movies and say that this is shit because we live in a white supremacist world. Yeah. Whereas I look at black films and I think that this shit is real dope. Like you're looking at this coffee picture. Like I mean, even the mm-hmm. black exploitation, the throwback shit. Like I look at some of those Bill Cosby, Sidney Poitier movies, and I say this yeah. shit is well put so together. This shit is well written. This shit is money. is so dope. You Whereas I think a lot of white films are looked at and, and seen and through the lens of, of it's better just trash. because we have I been indoctrinated with the idea of this is a great fucking because film. I grew up watching Harry Belafonte and Sidney Poitier films, and so. I can appreciate that, but I also, for me, it ties. It, it's more sentimental than anything because I grew up watching it with my grandfather, mm-hmm. so it ties into something that I care about. I'm not just gonna pick up a black exploitation film and say, "Oh shit, let me sit sit down and watch." Now, the other thing that's important to know about me is I'm not a movie person. Period. That's her. That's not okay. Me. All right. I'm a person who pick up a book before yeah, I yeah. TV. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. So even so, cinema period is not even really my favorite pastime. It's something I do when I'm super super bored and I've exhausted everything else. Mm-hmm. So when I'm gonna go to a television to watch some, it's like mindless for me at that point. I'm trying Fair to enough. sleep. I'm trying to do something else like fold clothes or whatever. I don't really care for the cinema like that. Whereas that's live. true. I like live theater, so that's where I, I'm drawn when it comes to watch, to watching visual entertainment. And yeah. to me, I don't like theater at all. But oh, it's certain, no, but it's certain plays theater. that I've seen because like part of the black experience things. is right. connecting to. Like you I mean, I hear what you're saying, and I've that's, seen that's them. Those those plays I I've wish, seen, because it's certain plays in the black experience you see. It's yeah. certain books. So, I mean, I look at... I look at how I like to get it. I like to get okay. it from watching live plays and see, and see very real um, emotion. And see but many of those plays, especially you look at The Raisin in the Sun, that's based in poverty. Right, right, right. And, 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 and in those settings, I don't you can You can drink in the poverty, not in a film, but in, in a play format. I can. Yeah. I feel you. And okay. that's the thing. So that, I think that's the only or thing. Or I hear you, I should say. I don't know about feel you, but <laughs> I hear you. That's the only thing that I think why we continue to have this this conversation or this back and forth is because you have blatant disrespect for things that people hold dear to them even though you disrespect because i don't mean my thing is refusing to watch it is not disrespectful no 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 not not for refusing to watch it but then you will like standards you have are very dismissive to my taste and sensibilities right ask me and if you ask me that's on your ass for asking me a fucking question that i think that's the only out here 
feeling this or saying this to anybody. <laughs> but I keep my opinions to myself. But and mine's my business. That's, all, that's, I don't I don't sit up here and talk about that. But if you're gonna ask me a question, then I'm probably going to all your I'm ass saying about why I don't do something. Don't ask me shit. All I'm saying is that I think that you gauge it in a in, with a harsher rubric than you do other things because you take other things in well not to say well, that you know I disagree with that because it's not that i don't take in other things well is that my quite it doesn't matter if it's black white or purple meet this damn standard and it's not to say that black films don't meet that standard but you're talking about so that for me black productions because they're not well, i mean films but black productions that meet those standards are typically um documentaries like i just watched the nina simone documentary Mm -hmm. So stuff like that is kind of where I'm like, wow, this is fucking black excellence. Not just in the storytelling, but in the way it was shot. In the way that they decided to go about interviewing mm -hmm. the people that they interviewed. In the way that it was. So so I'm looking at things as a writer from a different viewpoint. If And on top of that, as a person who does stage plays and does, you know, or has assisted in other people's productions via film and stage mm -hmm. i'm looking at things like budget i'm look, so my standards are coming from somewhere that if you don't do this for a living you ain't been paid to do this mm -hmm. then you mm -hmm. may not understand why i'm viewing things the way that i'm viewing them right right no and i think that you're entitled to view them I'm definitely entitled. i mean obviously. so like have you gone back and look at Issa ray's like original youtube she's videos not gonna watch any, any, yeah out. she's not gonna watch oh so any, period any, so you check say. out no. on what okay on what anything right. she does okay. no that's what i do so what i do i don't like her but what I have done, because I like to keep up with social commentary. And that's all I'm saying about with black so stuff. What I do do, though, is I read. I will go read. <laughs> I will go to The Root. I will go to, um, what's the other one? But you're um, trusting. I'll do Very Smart Brothers. And I'll read people. I'll read other, what other writers but, have to say about things. But you're trusting their opinion. So I'm not well you're taking well you're you're basically allowing them to curate the experience of what you could be ain't no kind of you didn't experience it yourself well i don't know because even experiencing myself i'm still gonna draw my own conclusion i'm gonna argue and debate with other people but at least it's yours as opposed to and filtered through someone else it's gonna be filtered regardless not through someone else it's filtered through yourself i'm not just reading or or watching anybody any one particular person I'm getting a gaggle of fucking opinions about a thing like I do anything else. So, like, for example, I might go read The Root. I might go read Very Smart Brothers. And then because this shit is, you know, pop culture right now, I'm reading my fucking timeline where they're going to give you every single clip, every single picture, every single literal line by line of a show these days. They want you to know all that they've seen, all they've been watched. And so I'm looking at 40 people talk about the same fucking 28-minute show. And by the time they're done talking about it, I'm like, well, fuck, I could have seen the damn shit at this point. See, and this is where I feel like we miss the whole commentary, especially like as a, I love it. I love The Wire, but it's one of those things that like the way a lot of people look at it. It, it's different than I see. And here's another one, like Breaking Bad and Ozark to me. Which are both trash to me. It, but the lens of which how a lot of people and see it is completely budget. different. Well, those are, those are, those are fit TV shows. Yeah, white yeah. with high-ass budgets, and yeah. I didn't like either one of them. Okay, but, I, I mean... Bad was one of the worst shows I've ever watched, and people... I know, but that's what, know. but if you I'm look at the now. gaggle of information, like if you look at the gaggle of yeah. information... 
the gaggle of information will have you thinking, especially clip by clip, especially with Breaking Bad, that this show yeah, is not the take. Not, but that's why you gotta watch it, and that's why I said you gotta watch it. But I, unlike a lot of other people, are very. But you've never watched. It doesn't matter. I know myself better than than anybody else. How can you? How can you say? Because I know what I'm drawn to, and I've never once been drawn to any of what they're talking about in terms of black relationships. This. That's part one. Part two is as a writer who writes about some of the same shit. Mm -hmm. I don't allow other writers to color my perspective on shit. So, but you're story. relying on them to tell you what it's about well, and how to appreciate that's, it. That's me seeking, out, seeking it out as entertainment. The difference between that and me going to like watch it is... I am completely it's, confused. And subconsciously, that shit will seep into my writing. So I try to stay away from Okay, now, nah, if you want to say that, I, I give you that. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. As a as an artist, I, as an artist, when I used to record a lot of music, I give you that. And and I think this is what I would do, and I think other artists have done this. Like, you would, I would record someone's song, and then I would see where they're going, but they wouldn't get there. And now I'm not making what they're making. I'm making my interpretation of what I think their song should be. And I think as a creative, we can sometimes do that. But I also think in the black experience and just just in, in pop culture, period, it's certain things that I'm going to watch. I don't like those Marvel movies at all, but I still sit and watch that damn, what's that, Infinity Wars. Because it's like... And I'm saying that it's a lot of stuff in the black experience (laughs) where I think that that same thought process should be applicable. I don't watch anything black ever. I said I don't watch most black movies. I didn't say I don't watch any. What's the last black movie that you saw? Actually, what's funny is because after dealing with y'all, I decided I would spend this last week just watching whatever was available. What did you watch? So one second. It's not a lot of great available black films. So what did you see? What did you see? And, okay, list. and let me and I'm gonna I'm gonna let's let's I'm gonna tell you yay or nay and what I love about it. I guarantee y'all ain't never heard this shit. Okay, because yeah, <laughs> Netflix is usually not highlighted. Netflix highlight. does not. But have, right now, Amazon Prime has like a whole genre yeah, of like Detroit do. movies right yeah, now. They do. Netflix and I did Hulu, right? And so okay. I watched some shit called Love Jack. No, nope. I've never heard of it. I watched 30, Hard Pass. I watched Thirty Five and Ticking. The fuck is that? I don't know. I don't wear. I watched Gaint. I don't wear. Nope. I watched some shit with Lamar with a uh, Lamar Rucker as a struggling writer. I can't remember the name I, of that. I don't know who Lamar Rucker you, is. You watched all this black shit, but did you watch uh, Uncork? Oh, honey, I'm saving that. That's uh, all I watched. Uh, Uncork was very good. I know, and I'm I'm waiting for all of y'all to be done with it so I can watch it by myself. I enjoyed enjoy it. it. I don't, and that's the other thing. I don't like watching people when other people are watching it and talking about it. You have a lot of it's goddamn criteria to to take in again, entertainment. I'm, I'm a movie person, so my you, entertainment is reading. My entertainment is literature. You my are not sitting down and watching watching television like that. So I would rather sit in my bed and read a book. The term extra not comes really, to mind. I think it's just preference. And some people like to read. Some people like to watch TV. Ooh. Honestly, I think it's better to read. <laughs> I think, I think oh I've my learned gosh. more about reading than watching TV. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Soul Plane. Okay. Soul Plane is probably. I like Soul Plane, but I recognize it's not a good movie. This is why I don't watch this movie. I recognize it's not a good movie, but not a great movie, but it's a good time. But it's a exactly like. 
And what y'all think? And I guess I that's where me time. and Tina D can like look at some I stuff. Had a good time. Also, I knew it was trash. And separate when I showed up. But that is not a good time for somebody like me who is spending time writing the shit that I'm writing. I mean, that has literally nothing. It applies and relates in no fucking way to anything I have ever fucking written. Well, well, I mean, I want you to understand. I mean, first of all, you don't have to understand it before you start knocking shit down. Because I would like to yeah, finish. I would. I would. I would like to be able to finish my whole fucking statement before you start hack, hack, hacking away at it. Not just sold out shows. Sold out shows about black. Bitch, it's not about your shows right now. No, it kind of is, but it is though. You say that, but no, it's not. That's not the point that I'm trying to make. But you making an empty ass comment. You making an empty ass comment because it is about my shows. Don't come with. Don't come at me I'm talking not, about what I'm not doing or what I'm, I'm not, not about, watching I'm not and a, how I need to watch it so that it, it can inspire and influence my art when what I write about is black experiences because I'm a fucking black woman who dates black men and I write about my own damn lived experiences. And when I write and when I do this and I sell out fucking shows and I got people coming up to me like, oh my God. It's like day it's one. It's we amazing. can't go to the movies. It's amazing <laughs> that related to me. And guess what? I ain't never done. Stand up and watch the same motherfucking movies they didn't watch. It's like. Because when you're doing what God told you to do, he going to make a way for you to get what you're supposed to have. Period. Oh, and man. I wholeheartedly believe oh. that. You can believe what you want to believe. I heart sparkle. I wasn't going I to come at you about that. That's why I say said I write from that that's not what I was. Of things I've never fucking experienced. And because I'm a God-given writer, guess what happens? It comes out the way that it's supposed to come out. I have never been, a, I've never done drugs. I've never been on drugs or whatever. And somehow I'm able to capture whatever that life is or that experience is or that moment is for people who have experienced those things. So that has always made me feel like, well, shit, I don't have to go out here and do everything to be able to write about it or see everything to be able to know about it. Also, hey, pick up a fucking book. You can learn things from books. Uh Niggas do not read. Wait, wait. It's a lot of black folks that read. Black literature is huge. I'm out here reading like that. I read. I read. You know, you ever been in my house? I've seen bound books and reading books are different. Okay, I mean, right now I'm juggling like four different books. I'm juggling like four different books. Now, one thing. Well, I, I I like to take in both experiences. I mean, I'm it's it's all in the arc with reading. It depends on what mood I'm in. I'm usually not reading nonfiction. I'm usually, I mean, I'm usually not reading fiction often. But fiction can be cool too. It depends on the story. It depends on the storyline. You know, but for the most part, like right now. Right now, I'm reading Amos Wilson. I'm rereading ISIS Papers. I'm reading, uh, actually, Luke's autobiography. Uh, that's in black literature. I'm reading, just like in regular, I'm reading about um, project management, like goofy shit. Like, I have all types of stuff that I read and juggle, I'm but reading, reading is I a write, different. I write Christian self help. So I'm reading nonfiction self help. And what's. So what I'm reading is what I need to be reading in order mm-hmm. to write what I need to be writing. Because I'm referencing whereas so I, whereas I guess I where this is where we may trigger differently because I feel that when I'm reading information, usually I feel that the writer is looking to inset my mind more that it's like I have to walk away from some reading faster than I may have to walk away from some television or a movie because it can be like um, 
it can be like over it's like a lot of the Malcolm Gaudwell stuff I read like mm-hmm. it can be like they're trying to over influence that this is correct mm-hmm. uh, to me I think reading and literature and academics they all like are triangulate to try to validate structures that I don't necessarily agree with whereas I feel that in in film and in story and even in this in podcasts like yeah. podcasts is really where I connect with a lot of authors now where I can reconnect and even put into perspective oh, okay now I know who this writer is which makes me go back and read differently so I like the the world of film because that communication of body language mm-hmm. tonality uh, rhythm like all of that stuff it's like I can either put something in, and I think Tina D was going here like some stuff oh, I put in I the, like this is escapism and I some stuff I look at and I say okay I now I now. have to really evaluate I'm this to, I'm, I'm not about to I'm not about to fight that because I'm not my my real point that I was trying to make is not what um, Sparkle's lived experience it is because she has a purpose and, and a goal a g- purpose a purpose and a goal for what she's trying to put out there and I think in general people who are creative in mindset really have to guard the things that they take in yeah. where I'm not a person who is out here whose purpose is rooted in creating a thing while I might create something mm-hmm. that's not my purpose well I, I, I think you should guard that regard I mean I think you need to guard what you that you I think you always have to guard what you take in but I think the difference that is that stands between you watching most black films and me or uh, uh, other people watching these black films I think it's different the only thing that I was going to put out there is the acknowledgement of that it's different. The the amount of movies that I can take in is is different based on the fact that one, I'm a I'm a I'm a person that enjoys movies for different reasons than than what she enjoys movies for. Yeah. You have to look at the the thing is is everybody when they take in a form of entertainment, they're taking mm. it in for different reasons. So the reason and the rationale between why Sparkle takes in um, particularly movies is vastly, widely different than the way that I'm taking in movies. When I take in movies, I would like to go to a place that is honestly different than a place I'm in. Some people like to go to the same place that they're in. And that alone will separate what movies that you watch. For as much as that I have seen, I have seen a wide number of black movies um, because I like movies I like to see how they're depicted and I like black people and regardless of how much I enjoy that that particular experience mm-hmm. because a lot of black movies but black people I like to write well, about black I people mean, and create my own black people I understand that this is just me talking about me I'm not talking about yeah, you right you now said it like I don't no like no black no people, I, 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 I write black characters I did not mean to phrase it like that this has nothing to do with you right mm-hmm. now go ahead okay so um but so I will watch it for those reasons. I personally will watch it for those reasons. Mm. However, I um when I do, there's a lot of other things that that I'm taking in, which is not the writing, which is not the sets, because I know when I come to these places, the writing in the set is not necessarily going to be at the standard of what I actually like to write. Like if you ask me what my favorite, like my list of favorite movies of all time, the reason on there is very, very rarely writing or set. Like my favorite movie, like the my favorite movie I have two tied for first favorite movie of all time and they are Coming to America we share that and 
and Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Okay, we a don't very share black that. ass, a very black ass movie, and a very white ass movie. We do not share and that. And so one. what I'm saying is, and those two are tied for first as my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. But the reason that Coming to America is one of my favorite movies of all time, it's not the writing, it's not the set, it's not that. Coming to America is my favorite movie of all time based on the imagery placed in that movie. And mm-hmm. it was black people set in a regal regard because not, and that is why it stands mm-hmm. alone as my favorite movie of all time. Yes, it was funny. Yes, Eddie Murphy was like on his hot shit at that point in time. Mm-hmm. It had Arsenio Hall, had all these people in it. But it is my favorite movie of all time simply because. I saw on screen for the first time ever in my life regal fucking niggas. Okay? Mm -hmm. Regal niggas in Africa, in Zamunda, where Mm -hmm. the fuck they were from. And then still a different level of American regal niggas, which I don't think people take into account when they're looking at coming to America, is the fact that when he came, I mean, some people do. You know what I mean? Honestly, that is why. That is why I can sit there with my family and right. watch it. Right. Because I like the way we were being portrayed. Right. So when when he even when he came to America, when you got to dealing with the McDowells who were the African American yeah. family, they were also together. They were yeah. middle class, but they were also yeah. together. Yeah. And at no point it was two sets of both you have this regal regalness but then Mm -hmm. also just here which is where we find most of ourselves I was able to identify with that but because I recognize that I identify with more of the McDowell thing and not necessarily the fact that they own the business and all that but my um, family upbringing was one where you just instilled pride in yourself in a certain regard you held yourself in a certain regard and that was more my background so the McDowell's was things I identified not necessarily just financially but just in how they like they had pride in themselves so I I take that when you look at other things like baby boy and if it means something to identify with a character and so for me there were characters I identified with so I can at least respect the fact that people identify with another character and that needs to be shown on screen just like other characters are shown on screen so that's why I let black films live where they live because they're for somebody it might not be me I don't even think I have a favorite well, and I think that's probably true. But you're not a. What, you're, from this this whole discussion, this whole discussion at the root, you're not a movie person. Right, that's, that's what I was true. gonna say. This whole discussion is proving that. Right. And I and 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 I definitely think because that this became more of a socio political right. discussion. And it wasn't. And with it, no, no, no. I thought it was gonna be more like tongue in cheek and jest, but it got deeper and it's yeah. interesting. And I feel like <laughs> Sparkle done got defensive as fuck. But it's no reason to be defended. Like we interpret I mean, it different it kind of is. here's the problem with people be, people calling people defensive there's nothing wrong with a defense mm. there's nothing wrong with the defense but that means we and hit an insecurity about something not, that i don't think you should be insecure about you have good defenses win defenses win super bowls i stand by that as a person who watches fucking football defenses fucking win super bowls i'm a motherfucking winner so you're not gonna come at me and and, and without all of the facts these are the things that you need to know about me first so that we can have this conversation. And now that I know the facts, you're not a movie person. That's why I said I don't even really watch a whole lot of movies. I got you. However, there are movies that I enjoy that are black, that are white, whatever. But the fact of the matter is, even when watching movies, I usually stick to just two genres, which are literally romantic comedy and comedy. And I got what you're saying. And what I'm saying is, like, I think that now that I have that understanding... 
I can look at and have a perspective of saying it's still some connections and it's good that you're still open to sitting down if your family's watching The Wiz or if your family's watching Okay, and you will the at Wiz. least watch That's a good one. She like hate musicals. musicals. <laughs> okay, like now. The Wiz. Like I said, your family. Your family. And that's all I'm saying. You wouldn't storm out and say, like, look at this set. I can't ease on down the road to this bullshit. the fuck is yeah, that makes it a different, a different so perspective. Very, that's one of those movies that for me mean a, a, a lot. In a lot of mm-hmm. these black movies, I think it's a context that's needed for a lot of these films and that context may not necessarily be given, especially for a movie like Baby Boy because it's funny as hell, but it still is a deeper context that can be given in that story. Now, a movie like Soul Plane and Pootie Tang, I think that's escapism. You know, it's it's silly. It's just be be stupid and be silly and watch this movie. With the the right context because that is a reality. Uh, The the scarcity and the poverty that does exist in our community is a reality. Now, Mm -hmm. is there a reality that different it does does i guess what boomerang and what many of the critics about boomerang say is there the black is there a black executive what? that does exist why because it was about sex i'm surprised you suck <laughs> okay well, i'm surprised boomerang when it came out you was too young for that shit boomerang was about was, sex it was, it was not supposed to be seeing that and snuck it, and snuck it what Girls, no do you know I had so many questions I could not ask? I had so oh many God. questions about it. Had no business watching it, and my Hilarious. grandmama let me watch it, and my mama and her well, got into it. About it. Booty call. Booty call. First of all, you should have known you had no business watching booty call. Well, that's why I wanted to watch it. Oh, because it was booty in the name. Fair enough. Hilarious. Fair enough. Hilarious. Now, the, even even in booty call, it's a context that can't be given because really that was about protected sex. Yeah. Yes. That was really the premise of what they were looking. No, I mean, I but mean, I like show. I watch a lot of, because I like seeing me. Like one of the premises of me wa- taking in any entertainment is I want to be reflected in it. It's hard for me to really connect this with is, a lot of white stories. Yeah, now, do is. I watch some I white like stories? But let's put it like this: just period. Like if mm-hmm. I'm gonna take in, uh, if I'm taking in. 15 different things. That's why I maybe watch cartoons more because it's like I can like suspend the reality matter. or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter what but, you are. But, the, but the concept That's of fine. like blackness, I, I need to see us. I need to see us reflected. And, and it, because that will basically like all those other questions that may come into your mind start coming into my mind through the, seeing the world through the That's lens of race. I got into Disney princesses because I wanted a princess that looked like me and I was 25 whole ass before I got one, yeah. I celebrated it, my my twentieth fifth birthday with Princess and the Frog. That's what yeah, I and I saw that too. So I, which so I was a jib. I, I saw that too. Also, I Shout out to the I Shadow Man. Private school. <laughs> a lot of my life. Yeah. And so I went to private school, and I was like the only black girl for a lot of that time. And my best friends were white girls. So for me, love stories that were most love stories were white. 
Yeah. And I didn't have a problem with that because I mm-hmm. wanted to fit in. I wanted to assimilate with the girls that I hung around with. So that was not a problem for me. Now, as an adult, I'm like, all right, where the, where the niggas at? Like, where the black men? So you I wasn't reading Coldest Winter ever. You were reading. I, no, I did. I, I read all of that because I like to read. Mm-hmm. So I read I read Coldest Winter ever. I read every Zane book. I read Fly Girl. I read you shouldn't have been reading Zane. Omar Tyree. I read shouldn't have been reading Zane. Well, I read Zane and I got in trouble. And my mama took my You books. definitely should have gotten your books so, taken. Yeah. My mama took my books. <laughs> for any men listening, Zane is is that's what women. That's 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 porno first for women. Of all, first of all, that's porno chill. for women. It's, oh, yeah, it's, like it's porno Three, for a certain age months. range of women. Then eventually, you start I having like your sex. own. You start having sex, and then it's not nearly as exciting. Also, I was having sex when I by the time I was reading the books. So, I don't I mean but still it's a it's a, it's a now under that same premise you wouldn't want to see a movie about a 16 year old black girl having sex Absolutely. even though that was your reality yes. alright I'm just saying that the reality does exist that's all I'm saying and through that reality it may be able to curve some of the story like I mean I, I, I guess this is just going deeper and I, I agree I think your criteria of how you take in film and what films you want to take in and guarding that um, I feel that I, I feel that now I have a better understanding for it and also if you ever but it's I'm, not to say that if y'all were like hey searching for Claire, searching for Claire Huxtable is having like a movie night like mm-hmm. everybody come watch the shit I'm gonna be the first bitch there I'm just okay, all right. I'm bringing the wine I'm bringing my snacks and I'm gonna curl up and I'm gonna watch TV because I like what I do like is I like observational writing because it's not really human so I don't know I, I like to watch other people experience things because I like to watch the the seriousness on your face or I like to see what makes you laugh I like to see how, how other people engage with things that's, she knows that y'all. <laughs> she want to know so y'all busy. It helps me go back in and, and add more layers to my characters. Well, because I can only do so much, but you all are real people. Well, so watching you laugh at a thing or crinkle your forehead or you know or shoot a look to somebody else in the room, I take those things back and mm-hmm. I make my characters more real. Yeah, and I it's think that for men because it's that that's kind of a struggle area. It's hard for me to write for a, write a black man. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's a realistic, relatable character. But you know, you know who does connect with a lot of these. You know, a lot of these movies are written and do connect with black men, right? Yeah, I do know that. Yeah. So, but, but again, I'm just, I'm just telling you. But you still want to watch with it. us watching. <laughs> so you would rather watch with 30 black men watching *Menace yeah. to Society* than to watch it by yourself. I got you. Maybe even ask questions after the fact, so that mm-hmm. I can learn more about people's experiences how you felt watching this what what triggers you you know why do you like this why why are you comfortable like i I would have a million questions after the fact but i would much rather do it in that setting than for me to just sit up on my bed and watch that movie it's just not gonna be the same for me Mm -hmm. okay i see yeah, this is like a uh, this is like an Iron Man. It's like an Iron Man that's match. All, that's all it's I like got. It's like sixteen rounds. Unless y'all, unless y'all want to hear about why Scott Pilgrim is amazing. Okay, not then. this episode. Yeah, this was like this was like an Iron Man. This was oh, an Iron Man match. <laughs> we should. You a got life a life hack. hack? Okay, what would be a life hack? Oh no, the Wait, answer is I'll give no, you one. I'll give you one. You know, I got all one. types of life and hacks. It's about to be some. I'll give you shit. all types of life hacks, 
and I'm not about to be reaching like, with like my life hack. Boy. The number one, <laughs> number one life hack right now, especially in the coronavirus time, mm-hmm. is I have been staying more on point when it comes to going out to the track, running, jogging, making sure that I can check that because my thought process is this being respiratory. I want to make sure that I'm breathing and getting as much to my lungs as possible. So I would say if you are going out there uh, as, you know, this is Michigan, so it warms up, then it gets cold again and shit. But with with that being said, because it's warming up, you know, get up earlier, get out there, check your respiratory. My life hack would say, you know, definitely do that. Um, make sure that you, <laughs> you said that she coughs. Make sure you're drinking your water, getting that oxygen in that way. I mean, some of this is using logic, but you also want to have your own checks and balances and don't be over anxious about it either. You know, we got to, um, we got to look at this shit dead on and we have to be prepared, but running and jogging and walking are keys. So if y'all niggas hear me coughing, especially this episode, I had to take a breathing treatment right before the Yeah, it's like Jordan flu game. She fighting through. Y'all don't y'all don't even know. Sparker really care about y'all getting these episodes because I told her we should cancel. They both were like, Yeah, what you gonna do? We can cancel it. Yeah, she was like Jordan flu game right now. Exactly. She came up. Except for unlike Jordan, she wasn't getting drunk last night. Fair enough. Yes. But when I start at the beginning and I'm not in respiratory distress, it works. It's like I mm-hmm. avoid all of the asthma. Season. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. So that works so well just getting regular exercise. I'm going to do a Tina D right here, too, in my life hack. What's that? Okay. What I don't know what it is. Mean? I don't know how I live my life. What <laughs> meaning, does that mean? Meaning, meaning I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a sort of rant with this. Oh, okay. Go I don't it. know That's what is going on. I don't know what is going on in uh, Michigan, which we usually are kind of like in the Detroit area, like New Yorkers, where people don't say shit to you. But something about this whole COVID-19, strangers want to talk to you. Now, let's I I don't know when (laughs) they will put the 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 I don't know when they will put up the the shut the fuck up thing because the droplets and shit start shutting the fuck up. So, yeah, the the shutting the fuck up because. Shutting the fuck up may, is more effective than a mask. It so, is. Stop with, talking with to that me. being said, with that being said, if you are planning on walking, running, jogging, you have to start early enough because I don't know what it is about COVID nineteen, but almost everybody want everybody wants to be friendly now. It feels like you in the American South in Detroit. I swear to God, strangers never talk to you, but everybody. It is. Now it is. That's fair. Now it is. But before you walk by like 45 people and nobody say shit to you. Now it's like, well, yeah. yeah. And that reference. Oh, hell yeah. Definitely. We we saw what happens at our state capital. So shut the fuck up. Start. I really feel like people just have not been talking they to a lot of people, and so, so now they just they need to they need to talk, talk to, to any you, goddamn to body. Any like, anybody. yo, shut the fuck up. I was early enough where I was catching elders, and I don't care any elder black person can speak 
Oh yeah, for sure, all day long. I will tell y'all, y'all. I'm gonna what? straight up tell you this. I respect my elders too, but even in the elder category, especially for them, they need to shut the fuck up too. Strangers gotta stop talking. Please stop talking to way. Please. Strangers gotta stop. We gotta stop talking. Yes. They need to. Because, I mean, I'm just being serious. It's small talk. You know how long a small talk conversation go with a stranger? You know how long a small talk? I know. I'm, I'm on my rent. Because it starts with, it starts with, yeah, it's crazy out here. And then the next thing you know, they're going to take their mask down like, I see you still out here on the track. It's, it's like, yes. Go. We've been here way too long, bro. Yes, I still am on the track. I'm trying to be out here next month, too. Yeah, fair so, enough. Fair enough. I'm just saying. I mean, it's cool for you to to want to, you know. I'm just. I may have the shit, but now nah, I'm a I'm a whole ass nigga they, if I don't respond to you. At least they need to start to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Can we go back to head nod communications? Oh. Uh, Did like, she? Really, nigga? Are you serious right now? Uh, like, yes. Like, don't get too close. Elbow, boy. Hey, like, really? low key, low key. We may have to bring back out that back for the first time Ludacris album. Oh, shout out, Mr. Level Level. Oh, wow. Me? Or would you like me to go? You can go. I do have one, but you can also right. go. So my life hack. The next time you boil pasta. Mm-hmm. Or steam some vegetables in your kitchen instead of pouring the water down the drain. Use it in your garden or in your house to keep your plants green and flourishing. You can also use water from boiling eggs, which is full of calcium. Your plant needs to grow. Mm-hmm. So reuse. Don't don't dump that water. Go pour it in your flower beds and in your potted plants and they'll grow. Mm-hmm. That's very nice. Um, as promised, I've been coming to you guys with a lot of life hacks that are actually like genuine and. Use them and that's fantastic. You know those sorts Use of things. Use that shit. Um, hopefully, it makes your life better. But this week, I don't have that for you um, at all because I don't have to. Um, <laughs> that's the key here. So this week, my life hack is very uh, plain and simple. If you find yourself in the house with a person that's under the age of 18 so a minor okay you've been quarantined with this motherfucker now for 60 plus days and you ready to kill this nigga okay my life hack is simply get in a car which you can safely do right turn it on pull out your driveway and drive the fuck away don't get out to your fucking car don't go nowhere Okay, in particular, but what I found about particularly about these minors, especially if they have not developed their own license, is they can't follow you. The only place they can't follow you. I was gonna originally suggest you know hide in the closet or something, but people have been doing that and they over it, and the kids find you. Get in the car and drive the fuck away. Okay, just drive away, take a beat, sit somewhere, and not listen to somebody ask you can they have some more fucking apple juice can you go get them more apple juice because they didn't drink all the fucking apple juice tell them niggas no and drive the fuck away that's my life hack 
for this week. That sounded very personal testimony. It is. And guess what? It works. I feel so much better now because I drove the fuck away. That's a life hack that I've tried it. My own. I've tried on my own, and I'm here to tell you it works. <laughs> That's why I said drive, girl. You ain't got nothing to lose. And I may not turn around, and I have an actual child that belongs to me that came out my body. Yeah, she got a daddy. Same thing. Same thing I said. <laughs> She got a good mm-hmm. daddy. Her daddy love her. It's wet, mm-hmm. very involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wildly mm-hmm. involved. Just want some apple juice. <laughs> Just Nigga. want some apple juice. No. Get, drive away. But yeah, that's it. That is uh, my life hack. I would like to... Uh, I would like to thank Way for coming and hanging out with us and causing thank this you. extreme level of debate for no yeah, reason. Was, thank you for making this season exciting. Oh my gosh, this was I'm this. Tired was, of talking to just her ass. I like I like the y'all. It, it, I felt like I brought the. I felt like I took it from like such a comedic tone that you all had yeah, to no, such a serious tone. Serious I feel this like week. this this became, and everybody looks at me so seriously. I feel like I bring a, a, <laughs> bring a, a nature th- of serious in everybody. And I like a lot of silly shit. I, you do. Next time you come on, we're going to talk about Rick and Morty, but I'm not caught up enough to talk about it. And you know what? And you know what Sparkle will do? She'll take it to a level leave. where it'll be like, when I look at this shit, I swear to God. And I'll be like, oh. She can leave. That's fine. Okay. Like how I do when she talk about Marvel shit with our guests. I know. I just be sitting over here on my phone like, let me know when it's my turn. Trust me, we can have a good time. You can. But, uh, and I will sit over here and say nothing. Okay. But yes, yeah, so we appreciate you on the show as our first and possibly only guest. No, Maceo said he was on time. Yes. Oh, cool. We, are, yes. we have a very strict list, we y'all. The whole <laughs> the whole team is in here. <laughs> Congratulations, they won. But yes. um, but yes, that's been our episode. It's been brought to you by the letter H. Um, please come and talk some more to Sparkle on the. Really? <laughs> oh, sorry. Come talk to us, <laughs> guys. I'll be there you did reading. The post for F, for F. I did do the post for S. F, but only because Sparkle refused. Hilarious. And um, uh, so you can come catch me. Come find a rare sighting of Tina D at our Nacho <laughs> Cart. <laughs> you can only do it by following, which is our Facebook page. Um, if you are listening to this, I assume you're listening on one of these multiple platforms. But just in case you want to try a new one, uh, we are on Stitcher. Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. If you are iTunes listener, subscriber, hopefully, um, you can also rate us, but there's very strict rules and guidelines that are put out by everybody. Okay, don't let anybody tell you it's just us because it's not. Um, The rules are you can rate us, but only five stars. Okay? Anything else, you can 100% keep that shit. We don't want it. Nobody needs it. And you can take those bad opinions somewhere else. You're entitled to it, but take it somewhere else. Fantastic. I love when people listen and follow directions. Good job. Thank you for those. Um, We would love more. So please share because you seem to enjoy it. You are part of our special 15, which is our 15 subscribers. Hey, hey, no. 
We love y'all so much. Um, But yes, uh, please share with other folks because what else are they going to do? They're sitting at home. And until next week. Tacos, rub some titties, and we'll holler at you next time. Bye, y'all. Bye. You're listening to the Titties and Tacos podcast on the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network.